1: Welcome to the Off the Glass podcast, bringing you a fresh, intelligent, thought-provoking perspective to the game of basketball. Of course, I'm your host Z. Thanks for joining me today. On today's show, I brought my father-in-law back along, Triple OG. We're going to delve into the NBA playoffs. And finally, here is exciting time. So we're going to preview the Eastern and the Western Conference. But first, welcome to my father-in-law, Triple OG. How we doing today?
2: It's all good, OG in the house. All
1: right, that's what I love to hear. So we're going to do some, since we got to get through so many series, um, we're going to get right into it. So we're going to go with the Eastern Conference first. And, of course, in the 1-8 matchup, you have Toronto and Washington. Uh, Just so you know, a couple background. Both teams won on each other's home court. If I'm not mistaken, the series was split two to two. Um, Some of the concerns I had coming in for Washington is mainly John Wall's health um what's your first impression on how you see that series going?
2: um I think it's gonna be a very exciting series, considering like you said, uh wall is back and to me that makes every bit of much of a difference uh going into this uh first round series um I think it's gonna be a very exciting series i think that uh uh mm, if i'm a bad man i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna take
1: washington you gonna take watch so you're going for the upset I'm
2: going for the upset. To be honest
1: with you, I don't think it goes five. I got Toronto. I got Toronto in five. I think um, uh, Toronto's a, a new team this year. It's been well documented, well talked about how the ball, the ball movement, the way they have decided to to spread the court. Um, not so much relying on what Lowry and what DeRozan do. Do are only uh, more of a team concept. Um, uh the center, has been uh, he could step out and shoot a little bit. You got Ibaka out there. Um, The question for Toronto is, you know, because they've been based on playing a lot of their players, you know, and using the playoffs, you know, the rotation shortens up. But I will say this for Washington. It's funny. They actually played better when Wall was out. And uh, I know there was some kind of behind-the-scenes things about Gortat, you know, tweeting at Wall about how they're a better team. The ball seems to move, seems to hop. I thought Bradley Beal kind of stepped into that star role a little bit better. But uh, I don't see Washington beating them. I mean, if they do beat them, I guess what well, I say if they do, it have to go eight. But I don't even see that. Like again, I don't see it going five, maybe six. But I got Toronto.
2: Again, it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great first round playoff game. I think that a uh, Wall, like you said, uh, his health to me is crucial. That's everything. And based upon that, I think uh, that's gonna tell us everything.
1: Yeah, because it's a shame. Because I think I thought Washington was ready to kind of take a step forward this year, and Wall was kind of up and down with his play all season. We didn't know what we was going to really get uh, from from John Wall. We didn't know uh, at first he kind of came out kind of fast, then he had the knee situation, so we wasn't even a hundred percent sure. And then of course he missed time, and again they kind of had to rejuggle the way that they um, the way that they played, and I thought it, it benefited them better, but. Uh, I got Toronto moving on in five, and I'll be a little bit respectful. I'll, I'll say six, but my gut is telling me they're going to move on um, in five. So uh, moving on to the next series, we have Boston as the two seed, Milwaukee as the seven seed. This series was also tied, so 2-2 for the season series. I mean, the lingering obvious thing out there is Boston and all the injuries. Uh, what What is your take on this series?
2: Uh, same here. I think it's just it's a sad situation that they uh – Team has been depleted due to uh, the injuries to key components of their uh, of their team. I think that Milwaukee have a, has enough to uh, they have enough to win that series based upon the depletion of their team.
1: I agree because Boston obviously the big one is Kyrie, but they didn't talk about like somebody that's really key to their team. He's kind of their emotional leader in a lot of ways. Smart, smartest out with the thumb injury, and then you had. Um, They found another guy from overseas. Uh, I think his name is Mike Tice, a bench guy that was a role guy. He's out. And then, you know, they already lost Haywood going it before, you know, at the beginning of the season. So, you know, they were able to kind of get on that uh, winning streak while Kyrie was out even before he had the surgery. Um, Milwaukee, on the other hand, we know it's going to start and end with Giannis. I don't think that's any secret there. And then it's going to be what kind of minutes can they get for Jabari? which I think this is like a huge series for him because he's playing for a contract. Not saying he's not going to get a contract, but if he wants that max money, that money that he passed up on, he's going to have to show that, at least in this situation, that he's that uh, that number two to that one-two punch with him and Giannis. And I think they might be getting Malcolm Brogdon back for the playoffs, last year's Rookie of the Year. So that'll kind of help with that with that bench. And then again – uh, Chris Milliton uh, has the ability to be an all-star type player, but sometimes he goes without showing up. So it, it kind of just depends on what Milwaukee team um, shows up. So um, who do you have, you think? You think Milwaukee, though, and, and how many games?
2: I'd say Milwaukee in seven.
1: So you think it might end up go seven? I
2: think it's going to go seven.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give the edge to Boston. And the reason why I say that is because Milwaukee's role players and the supporting cast is just a little bit too up and down for me. Um, Even though it's beneficial with the playoffs, you know, they get a little more rest in between games. So Giannis is able to be Giannis at a higher level. But I think Boston has enough to get past Milwaukee in this round. I got Boston in six. I'm going to say six. six. I got Boston in six. Yeah. Even and also, too, because I wrote this down, Boston, they finished with the number one defense, too. So I, I think that that bodes well for them. I think they get out of this round. As we keep talking, we'll see what their chances are in the next round. But I got Boston in six. Okay. Uh, we'll move right along to Philly and Miami. Philly is the three seed. Miami is the six seed. We know the Philly has finished on uh, the season on an unbelievable winning streak. I want to see they say they won their last fifteen games. Um, ben Simmons kind of solidified himself as the rookie of the year through that stretch. This series, too, was also tied, tightly contested. You know you're going to get great coaching from Eric Spolstra. Miami, not a lot of great, high-quality, like, star players, but a lot of good players. They get a, I think they get the most out of a lot of their players. Um, I think, for me, this all comes down to Embiid's health. I, I, I think it's just that simple. Um, for me, I'm going to say Philly in seven. What do you think?
2: Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Again, um, I think uh, this series, to me, is based on um, how Embiid uh, rebounds from his injury. I think that um, if if Embiid, uh, if he's healthy, uh, I think this series is over in six. In six. Only reason I'm saying seven because youth does matter
1: in the playoffs. And you're talking about a Sixers team that's super young, um, guys who haven't been there before, even though Embiid and Simmons are superstar-type players. They've never been in the playoffs before, and the intensity steps up, and then you have the only one on that team that has any resemblance of playoff series and uh, experience is J.J. Reddick. But I will say this. It's good to see that uh, they got uh, Foltz back. seems to be like his head is back on track. Um, he had a triple-double the last game of the season, which I know people will rest in players, but just from a, a, a confidence standpoint, I thought that was big for him. And believe it or not, Philly has the third-ranked defense. And it looks like Embiid is going to finish probably number two to Rudy Gobert for Defensive Player of the Year. Oh. And then it looks like Robert uh, Covington is going to make one of the all-NBA defensive teams. And it's, and Simmons, even though he's not your traditional rookie, he is a rookie, and his defense is on a whole nother level. So those two guys on the wing, if Embiid can play, let's say, up to about 85% of what he's capable I still pick Miami, uh, but Philly in seven because Miami does have Dragic. They do have Whiteside. I like James Johnson. Uh, I like uh, the guard, uh, Richardson, who also could have made one of the all-defensive teams as well. And, again, they're so well coached, and they run really good stuff. That's why I think it's going to stretch to seven. But I think ultimately, if Embiid is healthy, uh, I think they get past uh, Miami with no issues. I agree. So that brings us to the last series in the East – Uh, Cleveland and Indiana, the 4-5 matchup. Cleveland finishing with the 4. Believe it or not, the Pacers actually won this series 3-1. to And, I mean, to me, the questions are is, you know, how good are the Pacers for real? Because nobody thought they were going to be this good this year. Um, The Cavs have the 29th-ranked defense still. I mean, there's only that 30 teams in the league, so they're near the bottom. And the question is, are the, the Pacers good enough to beat LeBron? I mean, I, I think it just comes down to that. Uh, what do you think?
2: Man, I'll tell you this. A healthy LeBron James uh, with his new teammates. I think even in this series, as good as Indiana has been playing, I think that uh, uh, Cleveland's still a bit much for uh, I'm taking I'm taking uh, Cleveland in six. I'm going to take
1: Cleveland in seven, I think. Because the defense, this is how bad their team is, the defense. And they've been very average to mediocre since they made the trades. Rodney Hood hasn't been in the lineup consistently. Uh, George Hill hasn't been in the lineup consistently. Love is kind of getting his feet wet. But, I mean, he's looking good. But, remember, he missed a lot of time. Um, J.R. Smith has been up and down all season. We don't know what J.R. Smith um, we're going to get. So that comes down to LeBron having to really carry this team. And there's been times this year where LeBron has put up unbelievable numbers, and they still lost, like triple-double numbers, and they still lose by seven. Mm-hmm. And I think Indiana with Oladipo, who's more than likely going to win most improved this year. Um, I like uh, Miles Turner, obviously the big guy. I like that he is young. Lance Stevens, Stevenson, he had a good season this year. So I think if Indiana's able... To make enough shots, they have a chance. But in this series, I'm just not going to bet against LeBron James. But I'm going to take Cleveland in seven because I just don't think this might be one of LeBron's weakest supporting casts in a long time. And I just think not from a talent standpoint, because I think ultimately I like Clarkson. Um, I like Hood, but sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with Hood. I think Hill is okay. But... LeBron's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting, and it's going to start in this first season right from the jump.
2: I agree. Uh, it's just a bit much he has to. He's going to have to definitely uh, carry it a load up throughout the playoff, like he's mostly been doing through the season. Um, bar injuries. Uh, I see Cleveland uh, moving to the next round.
1: Okay, so I'm looking at the brackets here. So I'm, I'm not mistaken. That means that uh in the second round Cleveland if they win they match up with uh with Boston so we got uh for me we got Boston and Cleveland and then you got Toronto and Philly for me so uh it looks like the way it sets up like Toronto will avoid if Cleveland makes it that far all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals so I mean, ultimately, who do you think is coming out of the East?
2: I'm gonna say Cleveland. Really? I say Cleveland comes out of the East.
1: I boy, I mean, it's so hard to to go um, to go against him. But his, I mean, his team is just not. Pleated. It's depleted. His team is not that good this year. It really isn't. And that defense just really bothers me. I mean, they're second to the bottom in defense. That just really, really bothers me. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm glad I pulled up the bracket. I got it mixed up. The Raptors will actually face Cleveland in the next round. More than likely, if I go with mine, you got Sixers and Celtics and then the conference finals. I, I'm going to go with the Raptors. I say the Raptors get it done this year i go against – go um Against the grain? I'll go against the grain. I got the um, – because I think the Raptors get by the Wizards, and then I think the Raptors are going to get by the Cavs. And then ultimately, if the Sixers are healthy, I don't think Boston has enough. No. So I got the Sixers and Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I'm going with. What, what do you have? I mean, we could disagree. What do you have? I
2: would uh – I see Cleveland against
1: the Sixers. So you got Cleveland, and then okay. So if you got Cleveland and the Sixers, then who who wins? The- so you got Cleveland coming out the East again.
2: I still got Cleveland coming out of the East. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if this is the year to bet against LeBron, yeah. I think this is the year that I, I'm just not impressed with Cleveland. Cleveland has been garbage all year, all year. And I think it's unfortunate that Boston isn't healthy because I thought this was the year that Boston comes out the east if everybody's healthy, even with them losing Haywood. If Kyrie's healthy, if Smart's healthy, if a couple of their bench guys are healthy, they, they come out the east, no question. But I think this year Toronto really gets over the hump. I think they beat, I think they beat Philly in, in six, and then they make it to the finals. So that, I got Toronto coming out the east.
2: I think that uh, it's, a, it's a well-known fact that when you plan a a sport you have two seasons. You have a regular season and you have a playoff season. And whatever you done in this regular season does not carry over to the playoff. And I think respectfully it's going to be hard knocking the king out.
1: I agree, but this is a this ain't tennis, this ain't golf. This is a team sport. And his team I, I'm sorry, like they just I don't think they have enough, but again I think Toronto gets over the hump, and I think Philly takes a step closer, and then I think we see LeBron in Philly next year.
2: That's going to be a good one.
1: I think we see LeBron in Philly next year, and then he'll get Philly to the finals next year. But I don't think he – I think his streak comes to year because you know he's going for eight straight finals this year.
2: Absolutely.
1: Man. And if he's able to do that uh, only – uh, the Boston Celtics teams that were led by Bill Russell would have done it more than him. Cause you know, Bill and then won uh eight eight championships in a row. They won eight straight uh I want to say nine out of eleven years. Um so with that being said, we're gonna pause real quick for a commercial break. And then on the other side, we're gonna come we're gonna come on the other side with and preview the Western Conference. Stay tuned. More to come on the off the glass podcast. Hey there, are you enjoying the podcast? If so, make sure to head over to www.spreaker.com That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com And become a follower of the Off The Class Podcast You can also head over to my website, The Off The Class Podcast Where I have several blogs already written Make sure to read, comment And finally, make sure to head over to facebook.com Search Zach Ramey Follow the page, The Off The Glass Podcast. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. Let's continue to grow this thing. Now back to the show. Welcome back to The Off The Glass Podcast. Again, you're listening to our playoff preview show as I'm sitting here with my father-in-law, Triple OG. And as I stated before the break, we're going to jump right into the Western Conference. To me, this is your, 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 um, your lone sweep in these playoff series. You got Houston at the one seed playing Minnesota. The Rockets completely dominated um, this matchup in the regular season. I think they scored somewhere between 130 to 132 points per per 100 possessions, which is just crazy. Um, The only difference is Minnesota does have some star power. You got Carl Anthony Towns, um, Jimmy Butler's back. Um, They were able to beat Denver and make it into the playoffs, but I don't think they have enough. Uh, for Houston, especially the way they play defense. You know, they kind of still try to play defense the traditional way, with the pick and roll, where nowadays you got to somehow be able to play the pick and roll with your guard and your big. You can't overhelp because Houston has just too much shooting. Uh, I saw in the statistics uh, on NBA TV today, Houston actually uh, shot more threes than they did twos this year, which I thought was, in, was incredible. But I got Houston in four. What do
2: you have? Uh, I think it's going to be a good series, and to me, again, it depends on uh, the health of uh, a Butler. I think uh, uh, Butler goes, so does uh
1: so goes uh, Minnesota, because you're going to need Butler to have a chance at chasing Harden around. But I think this series is important for Houston because we all saw James Harden. Well, we actually we didn't see James Harden; he disappeared in that San Antonio series, and. We think back to his performance in the finals back in 2007 when he was a no-show. Um, even in that Clippers series, when they came back and beat the Clippers, it wasn't because James Harden played well. It was because what they got from Josh Smith and other bench players during that game. So I think this bodes well for his confidence. I mean, he pretty much has the MVP wrapped up, but I think it's important for them to get off to a good start. Also, Chris Paul. I mean, he doesn't. he's never made it to the conference finals, so... For me, I got Houston dominating this series. Um, I think it's good for Minnesota to get there. I think this is going to be their first time in the playoffs in the last 14 or 15 years, somewhere like that. Um, but um, I don't see this going more than four games. How many games do you have it going?
2: I see it going five. You got So you got them yeah.
1: getting at least one game at home in Minnesota. They will win one game. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. The next matchup is actually a very intriguing matchup. Golden State is limping into the playoffs. San Antonio kind of been a soap opera all year. Kawhi Leonard, more than likely, he's out. He's not going to play. Um, we know Curry's not gonna play the first round. Um, so I think because of Popovich,
2: I wouldn't be surprised if it goes six. What do you think? Um, I think it's gonna be a uh uh, a very interesting uh a first round matchup uh when you have Curry that's not playing available uh Leonard's not available um Popovich is a great coach. He understands the game. Uh, I think with his system uh they go find 6.
1: I'm I'm giving them 6 basically because of Pop because I think he's going to yeah. he's going to find a way to possibly steal two at home. Um maybe even one in Golden State. Um Golden State is an interesting champion because I've never seen guys appear to be bored by winning. Um, I know they have had injuries this year. Igudala has been out. Livingston's been out. Uh, McCall had the rough fall. Curry's out. Kevin Durant has missed time. Draymond has missed time. So they kind of been all over the place. Oh, and Clay missed time. You know, with the broken the broken thumb, um, and it kind of started out poor for them in defense to them because they didn't have a training camp like everybody else. They had to travel over to China. So it kind of took them a while to get their legs, but um I'm concerned about them this year. Um we saw how Curry was not himself the year he came back after the knee injury, the year they lost to the Cavs in the finals. But um I do think obviously they get past the Spurs. Like again, I think it'll go five or six. I'll agree with you on that. And then um we'll see how they bowl in the next round. Um after that, you have Portland and New Orleans, the three six matchup. Portland is your three seed. This series was actually tied. I mean, the question comes, is Anthony Davis ready? Can he lead them to the upset?
2: I think Anthony Davis is a beast. Only problem is, again, uh, injuries. Uh, Cousins is gone. I think that has uh, really hurted them, depleted their team a little bit. I think that uh, Pelicans have a good team. I think Portland in this series, a bit too much. I see Portland in five.
1: I'm going to disagree. I'm going to take the Pelicans in six, and I'm going to tell you why. The Pelicans, New Orleans, they lead the NBA in points in the paint. And I know this is a league predicated on shooting a lot of threes, but uh, Yurkic is very inconsistent from Portland. They don't have anybody that matches up with Anthony Davis at all. And Rondo has put together a nice season. Um, I want to say he was like, third or fourth in assists this year, I think AD is going to play at a level that if he gets two games where he just plays at, at, out of his mind at another level, which I know he's capable of, because that was kind of one of the, the blessings of this, the, the Marcus injury. He was forced to really step up and really step that game up. And because I think Portland is thin, so thin in the, in the middle, I think Anthony Davis makes enough plays. And I think the Pelicans win in seven. I'm going to go with seven, not six. I'm going to say seven because at the same time, I think even though Lillard, I think he's going to probably finish in the top five for the MVP. You know about McCollum. They want great stuff over there. I love Terry Stotts as a coach. They get a lot of good things off their offense, a lot of cuts, a lot of flare screens, a lot of good wheel moves. They run great pistol action. Um, but I just think ultimately I'm, I'm going with the superstar on this one, and I think Anthony Davis is going to show up and show out.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a great series. And Portland is another team that's dominated by backcourt presence. Um they play a uh they play a fast, up tempo uh type of offense. I think that uh they don't get, like you said, they don't get much from the middle. And that's what's hurt. you know, he's he's up and down.
1: And not even so much his scoring. Like, I mean, when he scores, they're another team. Yeah. I think they're a really good team when Yerkes is consistent on offense, yes. but on defense, he's 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 not he's not a good defender. And I also forgot uh, the New Orleans has Miritich over there who's been playing well for them. Rebounding the ball, stretching the floor, shooting the three. So, again, you got them in five. <laughs> uh, we, I, I, I'm going to go with Pelicans in seven. I think they pulled the, the upset. I think Anthony Davis steps up and shows uh, why he's arguably probably one of the top five talents in our, in, in our game right now. So, I'm, I'm going to go Pelicans in seven on that one. So, it brings us to the last one. Thunder and Jazz, the 4-5 matchup. The Thunder got the fourth seed in this one. Um, OK Series actually won the series 3-1. Utah comes in with the second-rated defense. Arguably, more than likely, defensive player of the year go Gobert. When he's on the court and he's healthy, they literally, the statistics, bear it. it's almost like they have six guys on the court when he's healthy and he's on the court. It's just hard to score. question always for me is, Westbrook's head now I know he just wrapped it up first player in NBA history back-to-back to to average a triple-double and you know what the thing about him in this season proves to me how silly we are as as, you know fans or people that follow and watch the game what was different about last year than this year especially if you voted MVP for him just because he averaged a triple-double like what was different about his game? I, I didn't see anything different. Did you?
2: No, there was no difference in the way he played from last year to this year. I think what it was last year, uh, he did something that we haven't seen in a long time. So, now he did it last year. So, it, it kind of much much like it looks like the way it did last year. So, it's not something like you haven't seen before because you've already seen it. You know, and what I'm upset about is uh, with, with people is how they publicize – and they pump up guys to be MVPs. You know, like how they doing with Harden. You know, Harden to me is having a – I think he's having a good year. You know, and I can very well say, man, LeBron could be MVP.
1: I think if LeBron doesn't take January off before the trade, and I'm not saying that's a negative. You could just tell, like, the team was in a bad place there before they made the trade in Cleveland, where he just wasn't mentally where he wanted to be. I think LeBron wins his MVP hands down, but the fact that James Harden – best team all season led the league in scoring. I want to say he was um he was third in assists. I think it's his MVP um to lose. I'm pretty sure he's going to wrap it up. The thing with me and it proves my point all the time. Sometimes stats can just be empty numbers. Stats don't always tell the whole story. And I think, you know, it was funny cuz you, you know, me, you and um You know, your daughter, my wife, we was talking the other night when we watched that San Antonio game down the stretch when Westbrook's last three possessions were crazy. And not even the fact that he shot air balls, it's just the fact the type of shots that he was taking. They didn't get anything, no motion, nothing easy. It's just, to me, and I'm always going to be extra critical of point guards because I play the position, and I always played the position, I thought from a a cerebral um, point of view, a very – thinking the game through. And I think sometimes, just because somebody's playing hard or super talented, sometimes the other things, like thinking the game, have to matter. And Westbrook has been in the league too long for us to just keep saying, well, he gets triple doubles and he plays hard. He's too good to be doing some of the stuff he still does on a nightly basis.
2: I agree with you 100%. I mean, to me, this game is mental. And like you said, you played the position for a long period of time. And you understand this, understand that position. And to me... That position is is mental. You know, uh distributing the ball, making the right plays, setting his players up. And, and you know, and a lot of times you watch um uh, you watch Westbrook, you know, towards the end of the game, man, he folds up. You know, and you're right, you know, some stats are sometimes empty numbers. It is, you know, because it doesn't tell the whole story.
1: It doesn't, and I've always contended, and I know it's the NBA, so it's a slightly different. But I kind of stick to this in a little bit. If your point guard is leading you in shot attempts, your team is not very good. I'm not saying scoring because he could possibly still lead you in scoring because the NBA is a different type of game. But is he leading you in shot attempts and it's by a large margin, then that means nobody else is getting involved and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about this is um, you got – we watch Melo just age right before our eyes. I mean – their bench is not that good because they gave up a lot of their bench to uh to get Melo, and Melo has given them absolutely nothing to me all season. Um, his defense is even worse than it always has been. Um, to me, it falls down to basically is Paul George gonna be a star? Paul George is a star. Westbrook keeps his head on straight. I got the Thunder in seven.
2: I think it's gonna be a very interesting uh series. Uh like you said, it all depends on how Westbrook plays. And and to me, uh that, that's that's the teller the, that's the teller the tape. If Westbrook played the game he's supposed to play, this series is over in five.
1: I'm not gonna go as far as five because again I do like Utah as a team and I love the rookie Mitchell. And that's another key too. Again, this is the playoffs. We don't know what we're gonna get from young players. Are they gonna step up? But the fact that he had to do a lot of the heavy lifting this year he was able to ha- handle it. I don't really remember him hitting the rookie proverbial wall. I know he had a couple games and he might have struggled a little bit, but I don't remember him actually hitting the wall. I like angles. Um, They got Crowder over there, uh, Rubio. Uh, they just got some really nice players. They got favors, and they run really good stuff. So I'm not surprised if Utah would to be quote-unquote us- upset them. But I just think at the end of the day, this is the NBA If your superstars show up and play well, that should be enough to get you to the next round, especially in the opening round. So I'm going to go ahead and stick with it. I'm going to go with Thunder and 7. You know, kind of looking at our matchups then. So that means, for me, you got Rockets and Thunder in the next round. I got Pelicans and Warriors. Um, Who you got making it to the conference finals in the West? I'm going to go with um, Rockets Rockets and Warriors. I'm just going to stick with the matchup. I think Rockets ultimately face the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. What do you think?
2: I have to agree with you. I think that the uh, – I think the Rockets and the Warriors meet in the in in Western Conference uh, Championship. But I will say this. It all Again, it all de- to me it all depends on what Westbrook brings to the table. Westbrook, um, he can bring a lot of things to the table. If he's able to contribute and do the things he's supposed to do, he can bring havoc uh, in that next round against the Rockets.
1: I mean, that's, that's, that's a fair assessment. And then I think um, – I can't believe I'm saying this, but, um, man, the Rockets look really good. And it's going to come down to ultimately how healthy Curry is. That, that's the only thing I'm nervous about because the one thing the Rockets proved – and me and you said this, and I went back and listened to our uh, earlier podcast in my preview – that people didn't think it would work with Harden and, and CP3. And we thought it would because we thought what they did was, was brilliant. Now you have a main ball handler, a great guard on the court at all times. And then I figured they were smart enough to figure out that down the stretch, crunch time, they'll figure out how to play together. And we – I mean, we couldn't be further – I mean, further from the truth, we was super correct because I think their record this year, they might have lost one game when Harden – Paul and the center, Compella, all played. I think they lost one game. But they did lose Bob Mute for a few games, the defender. He dislocated his shoulder in that Lakers game. He's out at least the first round. So um, that can bowl huge for them when it comes down to meet Golden State. Um, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with Rockets in seven. I got the Rockets going to the finals. I think Rockets are going to play Toronto for the championship. What do you think?
2: Uh, I'll say this: uh, Golden State is a they are two out of three time champion, and they should be three out of three considering what happened to Draymond Green against LeBron James. <laughs> but I tell you this: uh, a healthy Warriors team, uh, they go to the next. They go to the next round. They I mean, and let me
1: preface that: I, I just don't know how healthy. I mean, Curry had a grade two MCL. Like, I just don't know how healthy. And this is not, they're not going to be able to hide him. Like, you're going to have Chris Paul and Harden out there. And if those other guys do what they're supposed to do, what they brought those other guys in for, Tucker, um, even somebody like Green, Eric Gordon, you could still throw out Ryan Anderson. You got Clint Capella. You got Nene. You even have Areza. And then if Bob Mute comes back and he's healthy, that's another person you can stick on Durant to kind of – you're not going to stop him, but just bother him. I just think this year they might have too much, especially if, if Harden – again, it's a big if. If, Harden's, if Harden is, is ready to go, if he doesn't disappear, and if Curry isn't Curry, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to say Rockets in seven.
2: Ugh. I tell you this, uh, Golden State to me is a tough team, and it's to me it's two things that that slows Golden State down. Um, if they if they're to lose, it'll be their, their defense. I think if Golden State play Golden State defense, it, it makes it that much easier for them. Another thing is their turnovers. If they can memorize their turnovers, this series is over. They move on to the next round for the championship
1: i agree i agree but i'm I'm gonna stick with the controversy man i'm gonna say uh rockets in seven um then they face toronto and then i think in the next round they face Toronto. i got i got rockets in five maybe six and i think chris paul and james Harden will be lifting their first championship tasting some of the champagne and they're going to be bringing another championship to houston and they're going to have a great a great parade down there in downtown houston so for me I got Houston winning the championship this year. Who do you have winning the championship?
2: Golden State.
1: So for the record, you got Golden State and Cleveland for the finals. So how how many does Golden State beat Cleveland
2: by this year? Cleveland wins one game in that series.
1: <laughs> so Golden State five. All right, so you heard it, you heard it here folks. I got I got the Rockets raising the championship, raising another banner in Houston and Triple OG is going with Golden State. Um Real quick before we close out, um, just want to kind of just recap real quick. This was an interesting NBA season. It was kind of unfortunate, man, because we were so excited because of the moves that was made. We thought guys were going to make the, the most steps, uh, make some, I mean, some strides, some, some improvements. Do you remember a season when you had this many good to great players with these kind of injuries? I, I can't remember a season like this.
2: I cannot remember a season like this. This be this has been one interesting season. I mean, we could
1: just go down the list. Kawhi Leonard, Demarcus Cousins, Christoph Porzingis, um Steph Curry, um, Kevin Love missed time, Klay Thompson. I mean, it seemed like everybody. Um uh Durant, uh Gordon Haywood broke his ankle. I mean, it's, I feel like I'm missing some other people. Uh even uh oklahoma city they lost a major defender uh robertson he messed his knee up he he's been gone so i i don't know it's never um seen this kind of level of injuries before but i'm excited the playoffs are here i'm gonna say thanks for joining me today uh, on this podcast triple g thanks for joining me always love having you and now we'll bring this episode to a close. Thanks for listening to the Off the Glass Podcast. I'm your host Z. Stay safe out there. Peace.
0: Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your lawn and garden in shape. We do it right, too, with deals to help you save every day. Like four bags of premium mulch now for just $10. And buy one one one-and-a-half-cubic-foot bag of miracle Grow vegetable and herb garden soil. Get a Bonnie Basics plant for free. Whatever's on your spring to-do list, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 5-1, while supplies last. Bonnie offer valid on select 11.8-ounce pots. Valid in-store only. See store for details. U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii.